Welcome to the Prosperous Mother podcast, helping single moms transform their finances so they can achieve financial freedom in their own way by working through the mindset and emotional blocks that can be scary to face. I'm Natalie Marie and I'll be showing you how choosing yourself creates generational wealth well beyond money. In this week's episode, I want to talk about how to budget as a single mum. I do get these questions a lot about budgeting, budgeting multiple payments, just budgeting in general. And, you know, I find with sometimes with my clients and even with myself when I first started, that the intention is there to budget. And then you start budgeting or you start writing down your your amounts, your figures into your budget spreadsheet, or maybe it's just pen and paper but you can't quite stick to it. You don't know how to follow it. And it just becomes one big heap of mess. So in today's episode, I'm going to break it down and try and simplify it for you because it really is simple. And so that you can budget effectively for any particular goal that you want, because budgeting is really helping you get to your goal. You can't budget your way to financial freedom, but it is one of the tools that you will need in order to get there. So before you want to budget, you want to set your intentions for that month. So if it's clearing debt, if it is saving more money, if it's trying to live below your means, you need to really set your intention for whatever it is for that particular month that you're budgeting for. And I would go as far as writing that intention at the top of your budget. Like, what is your goal this month? This is your first time doing it. Don't set difficult ones. You want to set easy ones and not too many. I always say don't set no more than three because this this will help you regulate your nervous system and help you to hold the belief that you can achieve them. So start small, start easy. And then as you become confident in your budgeting and you're seeing the results, start adding bigger goals. So once you set the intentions, you also want to reflect on the previous month. So here are some journal prompts for you. Um, Ask yourself and write this down as well. Like, what did you achieve the month before? And doing this helps with acknowledging your brilliance and your value. Then you want to ask yourself and write this down. Why didn't you achieve if if you didn't achieve the goal or whatever goals you set for the previous month, write down what you didn't achieve and why. And this will help you to reflect and dig deeper beyond the surface. You know, sometimes like if I said I wanted to save save a bit more um, and I wasn't able to, um, and when I look back as well, because I bought a few takeaways, well, why did I buy a few takeaways? Because I came in my period and I didn't really jot that down and I didn't plan. And usually it's used down to planning, right? So if I know that it affected my cycle in a particular week, so I couldn't save as much as I wanted to because I was you know, buying takeout, then I need to think about, okay, so what could I have made? What could I have done that month in order to um, achieve that goal? And it could have been, well, I could have just like meal prepped, um, I could have bought food items in my shop that was easy for, to cook so that the kids could have done it themselves. So those kind of things I'm thinking about as I'm asking myself that question to implement those lessons that I've learned into the new month. Also, you want to do this in a non-judgmental way. So make sure you are not speaking to yourself in a negative way. 
all you're doing is holding space. So remove the judgment, hold space. You can have compassion for yourself. Once you've done those things, you're then going to need to get your last three months bank statements, a pen, paper, and a calendar. Firstly, you are going to write down all of your fixed expenses and your fixed expenses are expenses that do not change from month to month. So these are things like your rent and mortgage, your electricity and gas, car payments if you have any, insurance, your mobile phone, your broadband, council tax, any debts, nursery fees, extracurricular fees. Those are the things that don't change. Every month they are the same. So once you've written them down, then you want to go and look at your variable expenses. Now, your variable expenses are things that change. So it could be stuff like your groceries, uh, your food shop, um, your travel, such as petrol, or um, if you're using public transport, days out as well, like with friends, family, you know, whatever you're doing. You need to write those down. And then you want to write these in your calendar. So in your calendar, First, before you write anything, any of these figures down, you want to write down your income. So on your calendar, you want to write down all the days you get paid in that month. Write them down with the amounts. Now you're going to add your fixed expenses into that calendar. Write them down. You can add the amounts as well. So I would, I would add the amounts. And then you want to write down your variable expenses. And this is why you need your bank statements because you kind of want to find an average, right? So if, you know, you're looking back at your statements and your food shop is one week, it's like 60 pounds and the next week is like 70 pounds. And then the week before it's like 55 pounds and also the week after it's like 55 pounds. And then the next week is like 65 pounds. So you kind of want to find an average of what your food shop will be for the month. So for me, um, if it's like, so I know, for instance, for myself, my food shop comes around between 60 and 70 pounds a week. So I'm just going to round it up to 70 pounds. So I'll spend 70 pounds every week. Not every week I do spend 70 pounds. Some some weeks I spend uh, less than 70 pounds, but I know on average, I'm going to spend around 70 pounds a week. So I just, 70 pounds times four or times 4.3, however you want to do it. Um, and then you want to put, add in your grocery shop, how often, you know, how often you do it, how regularly you do it. So this is where you need to plan. So for me, for instance, I do my food shop every Wednesday. So every Wednesday, I'm going to spend £70 on my food shop. And that's what it will look like on my calendar. So once you've written all of your expenses on your calendar with the amount and your income as well, you want to colour code it. If you are looking for a budgeting tool, then look no further I have created a spreadsheet called the Budgeting is Boring Spreadsheet. And this easy and practical spreadsheet will help you turn the mundane task of budgeting into a simple process, especially for us busy single mums who want to achieve financial goals within a limited time. This spreadsheet is great for those who are not tech and or Excel savvy. 
is also accompanied by a step-by-step -step tutorial to teach you how to use this budgeting tool effectively so you can achieve your goals. Download it now. The link is in the details of this episode. So um, this works really well for someone who, um, well, this works well for everyone, but especially for those who have multiple payments coming in. So if you get your, your work payment and then you've got universal credit and you've got child benefit, maybe you've got your child maintenance payments coming in. You want to make sure that you've put them in your calendar with the date and you want to color code them, but color code them in a different color. So maybe your job, your main job, that could be yellow. And maybe your child maintenance comes in, you want to highlight that as a as orange. And then you've got your child benefit payments, maybe they'd be green. And then maybe you also get help with universal credit as well. So you want to color code them blue. I hope I have <laughs> those different colors. And then because you've now written all of your expenses in your calendar, you can now see which, which expenses will be covered by which payments. And you want to color code those to match your payments. So say if your main job comes in on the 30th of each month, but you have to pay your rent and mortgage on the first of each month. So that will be color coded in the same color. And maybe your child maintenance comes in mid month. And so obviously you have to do your food shop every week, right? So at least one or two of the food shops going to be color coded by, um, by that payment that comes in mid month. So you want to color code it. And what that does, it just lets you see visually that actually I have all my bills covered. I do this with my clients because um, one of the things they say is I never have enough money to come in um, to cover things. Um, and so I always get them to do this exercise because they come back the week after like, oh my gosh, I actually have everything covered and I have disposable income at the end of the month. And so they kind of see that I they've been mismanaging their finances because they haven't been as planned and they, they're spending here and there, then, then they're not taking note of what they're spending outside of, outside of what they think that they're spending. Um, so that really helps. That automatically by doing that, you should feel um, like you have some financial peace and like you have some control over your finances. So once you've color coded all of the payments, the income along with the expenses, you now want to write them down in your budget and now start implementing your budget. Along with your budget, you need to be tracking your expenses and tracking your expenses involves you writing everything you spend and you do this on a daily basis. So set up time in a day to do this. So for instance, personally myself, I like to do this first thing in the morning. So say if I'm doing it today, I would have done it this morning. I am writing down the expenses that I'm writing down what I spent the day before. And this helps me hold myself accountable. And it makes me feel in real time. Oh, my gosh, like I spent this. I spent this amount on this when I didn't really need to. So now you're really tracking and observing your money habits in real time. And that is how you can also one of the tools and how you can help yourself to stop overspending unnecessarily, especially if you're emotional spender. Once you've done that, you wanna set up some kind of routine. 
because now you're tracking your expenses. You've got all your figures in your calendar. You've got everything in your budget. I always say to sit down once a week and create a finance morning or afternoon. It doesn't take no more than an hour. And you want to sit down once a week and look at your budget and look at your state, your bank statement and your expenses that you've been tracking and make sure that they're in alignment with your budget. So, you know, at the end of each week on a, on a Sunday for me is my finance morning. And I sit down with my budget and my mobile phone app. And I will go through what I've spent and align it with my budget to make sure that I'm my spend is in alignment with what I've put in my budget. So in your budget, you should have like an actual spend for each category and an expected spend. So when you're doing your budget at the beginning of each month, all your figures will go into your expected spend because that's what you're expecting to spend for that month. So every week you go back into your budget and you look at what, and your bank statements or your bank app, and you look at what you've actually spent and you put it in the actual figures. Doing this every week will quicken the time at the end of the month when you look back at your budget to make sure that you spent what you've expected to spend. Um, and also to help with this, I'd also start preparing your bank accounts for this as well. So you shouldn't be doing everything in one bank account. You should have your main bank account and that's where all your payments come in. And then you should have a bank account for your direct debits. That's for all my bills. So for your fixed expenses, you should have everything coming out of that. And then for the expenses that you have to pay manually, I would always say have another bank account for that. So when your payments come into your main bank account, you want to go in and you want to transfer whatever needs to be transferred into the fixed expenses, which are the, you know, the bank account where everything comes out by direct debit or standing order. And then you want to transfer over to the other bank account, the bank account where um, for the expenses that are variable. So stuff like travel costs, because that's not direct debit. You have to manually do that. Your food shop, that's manually as well. Um, uh, petrol and travel. So your days out, that should go into that bank account. So now your finances are all are separated and organized. And so you know that everything is covered. When you're going into your variable expenses bank account, you know that everything is in there. You're not having to work things out because you know that you're not, you're not having to separate it from your fixed bills account. Everything is organized. It just makes it easier to see what's going in and out of the account and what's supposed to come in and out of the account. And so it's not all jumbled up. And that is how you budget. I hope this episode was useful for you and helpful. And yeah, if you have any questions, send me an email. Enjoy the rest of your week. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the podcast today. If you're wanting to build wealth in your own way, you can download my single mom five-step guide to financial freedom to help motivate you. The link to download is in this episode's description.